0: There he is. Fantastic. What's up? What's going on, bro? Not much.
1: How are you doing, bud?
0: Good. Good to see you. Uh, As I... Well, I didn't mention yet. I didn't get to that part yet of our history. Our, you know, backstory. But uh, we know each other from LaGuardia. The good old LaGuardia Community College's days, Not the airport. You know, we might as well be working midnight shifts over there. Our alma mater. (laughs) Our alma mater. (laughs) <laughs> Proud of it too, but Reunion's no, coming no disrespect. up
1: soon, right?
0: Is it? Oh. <laughs> I hope <laughs> not. <laughs> like I need another reason to drink and join in, but yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that'd be depressing enough. But um yeah, we met back at LaGuardia and from then back when, I mean, I'm talking about 05, give about give or take. You've always been a film buff. You've always been a historian as far as like knowing and just back in the day, of course, of the campuses, you know, trying to make time between classes and or, you know, web radio when you were there for that little bit of a stint doing a rhino roll, of course, you knew so much and always kept up on all sorts of film besides music. You know a lot about music, too. You, you goddamn like living, breathing edition of Rolling Stone. I just asking. you probably know already. But movies was really your go-to, I'd say, right? Your forte?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it was. I've fallen off, but that's why this, this video is perfect for me, because it's about a movie that came out 30 years ago, right in my sweet spot. Did you mention why we're <laughs> talking today? What's that? Did you, did you mention the the topic of the evening?
0: Yeah, no, not yet, actually. Well, it's in the title, actually, so people can see oh, that we we're going to get to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think the last time but, we did a show together the original godfather 3 was in (laughs) pre-production
0: it might have been that long back yeah but yeah i mean listen we're gonna get to it right now anyways it's christmas time it's here already you know the bells are jingling whatever you got loose on you you know we got i got loose skin you know you can tell my macros feet my forehead you got a full beard you got plenty to hide if need be i grew the beard to cover up the loose skin (laughs) But we got plenty enough to celebrate, I guess. At least, you know, at home. Pandemic edition of Christmas this year, this time around. It's all right, though. You got the white for both of us in the beard. I can't grow <laughs> mines yet. I'm still trying. No, I wish I was lying. I. I this is just today. Great, but man. then, I appreciate it. You're too kind. Uh, but, oh, yeah. I actually see, uh, we got another Keogh in the building. We got uh, James. King James. Oh, wow. Just so he joined. So shout outs to him. I waved at him. I forgot I did that. <laughs> But yeah, we'll be discussing right now, and I'm glad you signed on to do this. I really appreciate it, too, considering you got things to do, you Amen. got a whole adult life to live. Um, no, you know, I, would, I wouldn't
1: miss it for the world. I lost a lot of sleep last night <laughs> wa- watching this movie.
0: Dude, these movies are so goddamn long, I don't blame you. I did, too, because it, it's yeah. hard to focus, it's hard to concentrate as as long as they've been Yeah, to watch. Not so but, much on
1: the first two, because they're mm. really enjoyable.
0: Well, actually, I think what three is shorter than the first three,
1: two, right? Yeah, three is shorter than the first two for sure,
0: which is kind of like saying skimmed off the top, right? Barely skimmed shorter. off the top. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Well, I'm saying like comparing the length of three to the first two was like saying you just skimmed a little bit off the top or just yeah, trimmed a little much. bit of the fat.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned that because the, the first, you know, we're going to talk about the differences between the first, you know, release of Godfather 3 and this one. I'm really happy that they cut it down from 162 minutes to 158 because I really felt um, that those four minutes were a little bloated. So I appreciate the, uh, the refinement from 162 to 158.
0: It only took them 30 years. I mean, yeah, take.
1: 30 years, and they saved four minutes off the movie. Um,
0: and I'm sure, as creatives, they had to really debate over them 30 years that the four minutes were worth trimming, <laughs> we're cutting back on. Yeah, man. What is that in comparison to you? Like, I know you like to drink beer. That, that's fine, you do that. But is that like saying I'll cut back on beer by just taking one less sip? Than I was going to plan to tonight?
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: little less frothy beard. <laughs> Not that big a deal, but, you know, again, you got a healthy beard. You can get away with that. Do you like foamy beard, uh, beard or do you like it like... Foamy? Yeah.
1: No, like a little head on the top, you know?
0: Okay. Head is good. Right off the top, yeah. Always good. Enjoyable. <laughs> but- Uh, Without further ado, of course, let's formally introduce what we're talking about here. Um, It's a franchise, I guess we hold dear, close to heart, for both of us. I've always gone back to it. I don't know how you do it, but when it's on TV randomly, like it used to be on, well, when it used to be Spike TV, I think now it's Paramount, whatever. When I used to be on, even though it used to be like the six hour, seven hour version of one or two, I'd stick around and watch. Especially if I knew key scenes were coming up, I'd commit to it. I'm talking about Godfather 1 and 2, of course. More specifically, yeah. I'd go for 2. 2 was my favorite just because okay. how it weaved both the stories of a young Vito with the already hardened, but even further hardened along the path, Michael having to like come to terms with being the head of the family.
1: Right. On that note, oh. wait, I, I forgot to bring a, another special guest with me. Oh,
0: okay, please. Me. Sure. got all kinds of people who want to jump in and join in on the festivities right here. Godfather 3 talk of all things. We got a lot to talk about here between me and him. No doors closed here. Oh, we broke your heart, Fredo. We know. You're not dumb. Speaking
1: of Godfather part
0: two. <laughs> Do you have a lot of those Funko Pops or is that one you had
1: to No, nah, it's the only press? one. It's the only one. That's Friday, worth though. it though. That's worth yeah. it. Though. <laughs>
0: yeah. But but isn't that easy to kind of mix up with um with Vito, with Don Corleone just at a quick glance?
1: Um Yeah, I guess. If you yeah, if you repla if you replace the head with, like, a black suit and, like, the rose or whatever he's wearing, it would look the same.
0: Yeah. But that's the – I think that's the suit he had on when um he gave him the kiss, right, to, like, yeah, certify gonna he was going to kill he wears, him off? Yeah, this
1: is all he wears in Vegas when he's hanging out with Mo Green. <laughs> he never changes. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, poor Fredo.
1: Yeah. Poor Fredo. Yeah, more on that soon.
0: Yeah. Fredo well, before got we... a He did. He did. I mean, there is that question, I guess you could ask, like, philosophically, like, do you even consider doing that to blood family ever? Does that ever cross your mind? I'm sure in dreams, fantasies, we thought of it. You got plenty of brothers, too. I'm sure you wanted to kill them over, like, your action figures or something growing up. But would that ever do you think would that ever cross your mind ever into any sort of consideration taking drastic action?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't, There's I no don't way, think, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think I could do it.
0: And then again, is there that big a scenario possible of betrayal which would even fade in the thought of you leading down that road to think that?
1: <laughs> not me personally.
0: <laughs> because
1: I'm not in the mafia, but <laughs> I, you know, I, I it's been a while since I saw the second one, but I think I think Michael had his reasons.
0: Yeah, that was pretty deep though. I mean the, to go the way Fredo did of all things against the family blatantly like he did. But then again, you kinda had to take into consideration how dumb he was. Um, not not like willingly dumb, but I guess just like dumb compared to everybody else. Yeah. He was the dud of all the brothers. It was it much.
1: was rough. He wa- he watched his dad get shot up as he was buying groceries. And that's tough.
0: And he froze up, right? Like right. he wasn't he able to, to do shoot
1: it. and he like like falls out of his hand or something like that. He couldn't recover, so he goes to Vegas and he, you know.
0: Well, he was sent to Vegas. He was sent off to Vegas, right?
1: Oh, he was. I don't know. I need. I need. You know. I'm. I'm. I got tunnel vision right now. I'm. I'm fully Godfather three right now.
0: <laughs> but I went we got... so
1: I went at it so hard in the last twenty four hours that I can't even remember the
0: first two. It's a standalone <laughs> film for me now. It it does give me that feeling just because I mean we'll go in depth, of course. We'll have to because I still feel and I'll still die on this hill at least, myself speaking. That it sucks. I it yeah. It's not a good <laughs> entry. It's not good. Alright. It's it's trash, it sucks. It it's not worthy of being mentioned or named Godfather. And funny right. enough, when I was digging up some info. On it, it wasn't going to be named Godfather 3, which would have made sense. So that way it would have been more forgettable easily for the people like me who don't like it. It was supposed to be called what it actually got released as now with this re-edited 30-year, you know, a.k.a. Mia Cooper, this movie sucked 30 years ago. I'll just change it up now a little bit. Right. The Godfather Coda, uh, The Death of Michael Corleone. That was supposed to be the original name. That's what they wanted right. to name it. I
1: don't know if it was supposed to have the Coda on it. I think he said
0: that, actually. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think he said that. uh, Well, I watched um, the newly released version of it, the 30-year anniversary. You know, I I fucked up. I'm sorry, guys. Here we go again. Take number two version of it. It's him. It's it's Coppola saying, pretty much, uh, I I meant to name this uh, The Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone, but... The studio wanted it to be three because obviously it makes sense. Part three goes with part two, you know, immediate right. connection. So people are going to be instantly drawn to it. So that was interesting to know. So 30 years later, he found. Yeah, got I to
1: mean, they put, I, was, I was looking it up a little bit earlier. They put um, 54 mil into, uh, into the budget. So that, that's a decent chunk of change for 1990. Yeah, I mean. So, so yeah, I can definitely understand why he didn't get why
0: he didn't get his way with that. I get it, but then there's always that rumor before actually, you know, jumping into the story, the whole narrative itself. There's always that rumor of basically the movie came to fruition just because he needed the money, and the studio wanted to make some quick cash, I guess too. Do you buy into that at all? From what you got from the film?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, he did he he made a couple of Coppola made a couple of decent movies um, in the 80s. Like Peggy Sue Got Married is is a actually a really fun movie Mm -hmm. Has a young Nick Cage. Um, And uh, the movie he made right before was uh, Tucker, A Man in His Dream with Jeff Bridges. Okay. Um, which is also really good. But I don't think they made any money. So I I 100 percent think it was a cash in.
0: Now, was that pretty common back when, I guess, director kind of has two or three, let's say, duds or stuff that doesn't really pop off, per se? They have to go back and make the big studio, whatever, projects, try to, like, at least get some money in the bank back?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely happened before. I don't know if it was necessarily something that was big then. Um, You know, it's more like the whole releasing a third I want to say Godfather, the second one came out in 74. Yeah. I could be wrong. So, you, make, you know, making a sequel 16 years later um, was definitely not common at the time. And then not only that, but like the whole releasing it 30, 30, you know, years later, as you're saying, like the I fucked up the first time, here's the 30 year later version, um, definitely is very um, of this time. You know, so no, I don't think it was, I don't think it was super common, but um yeah, he made he made bomb after bomb. Off the top of my head, he had Outsiders, which I saw once as a teenager, and I remember actually kind of liking it, but it's probably terrible now that I'm thirty five. <laughs> um A lot of things change between being a teenager and when you're thirty five.
0: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And...
1: Like for instance, like when I watched Godfather three for the first time, Diane Keaton. Wouldn't touch her with a ten foot pole. <laughs> now, I couldn't sleep last night. Really? Just thinking about her, Diane Keaton. Yeah, stunner. I'm
0: stunner. glad you brought that up because Diane Keaton normally is a great looking, good looking woman. There's no question there. Is she what though? Because
1: the- I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think so. Okay,
0: L- let me let me dial it back. I'm I mean, that was that.
1: just like that was.
0: I mean she didn't look bad to me at least in two when he when she got slapped up because she aborted the kid. Or was that one?
1: Uh, <clears> no I,
0: I think it might have be been two. Maybe it was two. I uh, wanna see. A little
1: rough. A little rough.
0: Yeah. And why was. is she
1: allowed, why is she allowed to dress herself
0: in every movie? <laughs> she's so out of place, right? Yeah, she's like, she's wearing, like, like the queen like, of the
1: She's wearing turtlenecks and suits soup, like soups and <laughs> And all that with ruffles. So. Yeah,
0: and I was saying, I was glad you brought her up now. I wanted to get into that further along the line. But as far I as couldn't her... I wait. Speci- <laughs> specifically, what the fuck happened to her hair with that bigger budget, considering? Because she looked well, just like... I know, you'll, I'll, I know you'll get this reference. She just looked like Phil Spector in court. That infamous <laughs> mugshot, yeah. That hair was wild. That hair was guilty of yeah, all kinds of crimes.
1: It was, but that's what I'm saying. Like Diane Keaton, <laughs> you would think that she was like she dresses herself, she makes she does her own hair. Like I don't know why. I mean, like she's a great actress, don't get me wrong, but it's, yeah. she's she's not exactly like, you know, box office dynamite. So, um every movie she's in, she's wearing like a suit with a turtleneck and like ruffled
0: um Sure. <laughs> yeah, she reminded me of, I don't know if you watched it recently. Yeah, she reminded me of, like, the Queen's Gambit. When she started dressing up at the winning tournaments. Oh, yeah. Did you we, get to watch yeah. that at
1: all? I did, yeah. It's great.
0: Oh, my God, so good.
1: So good. But, yeah, I mean, that, that actress is way hotter than oh, Diane we No question. Was. But we're getting oh, off, uh,
0: off topic. Uh, <laughs> It is. We are, we are, and I apologize. But you know what?
1: Sorry, I forgive you.
0: I do want to make it fun before we go into the film, which I'm I'm sure people have seen if they if they've been loyal to the trilogy, you know, how do you not go for it having seen one and two? It's kinda like it makes sense. It's sequential. Numbers are good. Numbers are good in math, except for tax season. But I wanna go into a little bit of trivia. Or at least a little fun facts, considering the movie is 30 years old. I'm sure we'll get like a, what, ABC, NBC Good Morning special reunion cast or whoever's left alive and all that too. Just hopefully not Andy Garcia because he does nothing good in interviews or on, on camera. I'm sorry. I'm not no, a fan of his. I'm not,
1: yeah, I'm not I'm not immune to the charms of Andy Garcia in <laughs> ninety But yeah, he's, he's definitely a... Uh, He's lame when it comes to interviews. He's he's uh takes himself way too seriously.
0: Yeah, way too way too much. Yeah. But there's it's a factor like when one... Yeah, actually you're right. I did see Lauren yeah. Fishburn a couple of times and he's kinda like he's like a dead fish, pretty no much.
1: No matter what no matter what they do, it could be it could be a straight to DVD movie. <laughs> and they're talking about it like it's gone with the wind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but um. All right, so first one would be all right. We went through the title, we did that, but uh, let's see. Oh, here's a fun one that that's been alive since the release of three and hasn't died down since. Uh, Robert Duvall in one and two, as the illegitimate brother. Uh, well, the the non I guess pure blood non Italian, non Italian. He's
1: a uh, he's not a wartime concierge.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he's the one that's not Italian out of all of them, obviously yeah, too Irish. by by the way he looks. And, but, his name. <laughs> and the name too, of course. Yeah. But he didn't come back to three specifically quote the producers were being too cheap. Yeah, they wouldn't pay him. Big Do you mistake. buy into that at all or
1: uh yeah, probably. Based on what the budget was already.
0: You know. And I think, yeah, they have to spend a good portion of it trying to get Pacino back. Well, Pacino doesn't seem to be difficult. I think he'd really take on anything as long as he likes it. He seems that way. And I've heard him say that, too. He's more about passion for the project than he is about the cash. Yeah. I
1: mean, definitely some of his decisions have
0: suggested that. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't blame him for not coming back. But then maybe he got a glance at the script or something screenplay and said, nope. You think there's a chance of that? Maybe. Was there any... He probably
1: probably hired his uh, asking price when he read the screenplay.
0: That could be you too. That makes sense. The
1: the screenplay probably reads better. Because there's nothing inherently wrong with the screenplay, except for Mm. there's a few things here and there that might come up later. But there's nothing really wrong. It's the execution of it, which I felt the new one was... It was better. You, you watched both of them, so you got to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but <clears throat> I felt myself from the last time I watched it a few years back. I felt myself rolling my eyes a little bit less. Just felt a little bit tighter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, but so,
1: like, reading the screenplay, I don't. I don't think the the issue is necessarily with that. I think they were probably just cheap and didn't need them back.
0: Probably, but. I don't remember, or I don't know offhand, but was there anyone in the in three that was his equivalent or kind of filled his place and see he didn't come back? Do you think
1: well, it's um that guy that's in like soap operas from the eighties, the lawyer dude, and he's terrible,
0: oh yes, uh, George Hamilton name. was so it uh, George Hamilton right I think George or?
1: Hamilton there you go, yeah, yeah. You're the master I- now. I'm the apprentice. <laughs> you can no, pull out I only, Hamilton.
0: No, I only know him because I watched that show on ABC. Um, what is it called? American Housewife. And oh,
1: okay. And he's on that?
0: He's the neighbor, but I only remember it because I'm really bad with names. But I only remember because his face hasn't changed from Godfather 3 till this show. It's been the same. It's been just a stick. Yeah.
1: He's like, oh, he looks like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> he's, just, he's just bronze <laughs> through and through. Whatever he's been doing is working for him. Um, but on that, so there was, there was, he's in it, and then not only that, but uh, Tom Hagen's son. Andrew mm-hmm. Hagen, remember? He's the one that goes right. off to Rome.
0: Oh, right, 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 Played yeah. by
1: John Savage. Mm-hmm. An actor that's not widely known, but mm. generally solid.
0: Yeah, he didn't look familiar at all to me, so I guess not at all. Well. We'll, we'll move on to another little fun fact that I'm sure you'll get some pride out of. when Winona Ryder, of all people, was actually supposed to be and just came short of being Mary Corleone in the film, which would have been a really pleasant surprise because I think we agree, in the film at least, Sophia Coppola was not bad looking at all up until she opened her mouth and started saying her lines. That's when <laughs> it, everything gets ruined and goes down south.
1: It's rough. I remember the last time I saw it, the the original one, obviously, because the new one just came out last week. But the last time I saw it, I um, remember thinking, "Oh, she's not that bad." But after watching it again in the last twenty four <laughs> hours, it's pretty terrible. It's really bad.
0: Well, it's, more specifically, uh, her acting. Looks like she is cute.
1: She is cute.
0: Yeah.
1: Like like I said earlier, <laughs>
0: it's
1: a little bit. It's like somebody. It's like somebody drew a picture of like someone. Very pretty. And then as they were like putting the quill back, just kind of caught the picture that hadn't dried yet with like their (laughs) uh, shirt sleeve and smudged it up a little bit, just a touch. Um, And it's just a little like like that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, cute. Cute as a button.
0: Cute. But that leads to S because, well, actually reading up on that part, Winona writer actually confirmed it too in the interview where she said, basically, I just got done doing three films leading into Godfather 3. She made it to Rome and was ready to film, but she collapsed in the hotel room and the doctor said, don't you dare. So she had to pull oh, out wow. completely just short of starting the film. And you're the movie buff. I'll ask you, have you heard of any of these three at all? <clears throat> she said she did one after the other uh great balls of fire welcome yeah. back Roxy Carmichael and Mermaids
1: Yeah I mean I I've heard of all three um I've never hmm. seen the Roxy Carmichael one Mermaids is great it has share in it
0: Oh that one yeah. okay
1: and that's like that's like peak share for me You know what I mean
0: is that like what, 80, I'm guessing 88, 87, something? No,
1: it's probably like 89. Uh, I would have mm. said 90, but Godfather 3 is 90, so maybe not. Um, oh, yeah. Balls fire, much. I haven't actually seen. Um, hmm. It's about Jerry Lee Lewis, played by Dennis Quaid.
0: So oh, that makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah, share at that time, though, you're right. That would have been. No. Well, no, mm-hmm. that was that was still a nice looking one.
1: That was like Witches of Eastwick, hot. <laughs>
0: Was that um before or after? If I could turn back time.
1: Oh, good question.
0: Wasn't it right before? I, I, I want to
1: say that's. I want to say that's eighty-seven. Really, I might be wrong.
0: Hmm. Give or take around the same time capsule. Yeah. But same, I mean, same era. Good enough. Shares a good woman. I mean, she was at least good looking. Now I don't know. Is she like a what what do you call those philanthropists or something? She gives back a lot to charities, I guess, cuz she's not hot anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know.
1: Probably is, but
0: Was she ever a great singer or was she like too nasally, too dotty in the voice? Like kind of like Rihanna is, yeah, now. Yeah,
1: no. Yeah, she's not she's not a great singer. Hmm. She yeah. But but, you know, it's more than
0: that. I guess there's always more to it, though. It's a, it's a pretty package, but it's all right. It goes skin deep too. But Winona Ryder would have been. Now, would, a, would Winona Ryder had made this any better? Do you think, just looking at her?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It, it would have been better.
0: Acting I mean, and look so Coblo, nice,
1: yeah. Terrible, and, and look wise too. Yeah, Winona Ryder around that time was stunning.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: But but just from an acting standpoint
0: oh easily yeah that too yeah yeah here's one at least an
1: extra half star
0: (laughs) at least something she would have bumped it up somewhat um all right so here's another one going on to sofia coppola i didn't notice at all i don't know if you did beforehand either sofia coppola's official acting debut wasn't godfather three it was actually godfather one where she played of all things the baby boy getting baptized
1: Oh, I think I knew that once upon a time.
0: <laughs> so I would think maybe that's why I would think in my mind, if I'm Sofia Coppola and my actor debut was a baby boy of all things, when I know I don't know any better, I think I'd hold a grunge against dad and probably bring it out against him <laughs> in three when he's supposed to rely on me because, oh, I'm sorry, went on a ride and pulled out because she collapsed. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> So you think she might have purposely sabotaged her role and like ruined yeah. her chance of ever acting again?
1: I think that's probably what happened.
0: <laughs> but that's cool though. She was a baby boy, I guess. You know. She was good at that, at least she didn't have to say anything, thank God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so another fun. Sorry.
1: Oh no, go ahead.
0: No, no, you're good. What's up, bro? No,
1: no. Um No, I was just looking over my notes.
0: Oh, okay no problem because well,
1: you watched um you watched the first the first one and then the second one we were talking a little bit earlier about the opening scene mm-hmm. and the differences because i haven't seen the the original third one in a while and uh what what they are right i mean i know the opening scene is different and it's, yeah, it's they much them. it's much improved and explains a lot why it wasn't the first scene to begin with is kind of um kind of strange because they've got the Archbishop at the party. Yeah, yeah. So switching switching it to the conversation between Michael and the Archbishop and, like, the whole purchase of a mobiari or whatever it is makes so <laughs> much sense. A mobiari. Yeah, it makes so much <laughs> more sense as the first scene. Yeah,
0: it Otherwise, does. It like,
1: a lot. Go, looking back, it's like, I don't remember ever thinking this, but, like, I'm surprised... Watching the third one all these years, I wasn't like, why well, is there like a weird archbishop at the party, like <laughs> receiving a check? It's, it, you know, anyone who watches the new one yeah, before the, the original is going to be like, well, I don't understand. Why? Why didn't that scene come first to begin with?
0: Yeah. And that's a good point, too, because considering the gap of 30 years between one version and the other. You're going to probably think the long. I would think, the longer title one, the one that just got released now, Coda, would be the first one to go to. But then you just happen to stumble upon the other one, too, part three, mm, shorter. Maybe that's the re-edited, redux, whatever version, or something like that. And yeah, it will throw you off, thinking, am I watching the same thing, or did I miss something along the way, or what happened, pretty much? It is a little, like, it. Th- it throws you off. I would think it does. Yeah. Watching that order. Yeah, I think Uh, they just
1: put. I think they put the party at the beginning because that's what happened in the first two. Yeah, I guess. They're trying to emulate it.
0: Keep that kind of. They did too much of trying to emulate one and two, though. They were lazy, right? Right. Overall. And just the switch. Yeah, it does make a difference, though. It does. We're talking about switch up. I mean, listen. If you're trying to play a girl, you know, if you're trying to play a boy as a girl, but you got no choice because you're a baby. How do you feel about a, what, eight, nine-year-old boy dominating the box office like he did back in 1990? Because the Godfather Three, besides being, uh, sorry, that bad, couldn't beat out Home Alone in 1990 at the box office. It had to go number two, the Macaulay Coconut Bowl people. Can you imagine that? That's, yeah, no,
1: I can actually. How many, how many weeks was Home Alone number one?
0: No, it Before was number father? one for six weeks.
1: Wow. And do you know what week it was that Godfather 3 came out?
0: The week it came out? I It was probably it like been... one of the later ones. Hmm, I'm not sure actually, but as far as I know, considering 30 years coming up, it should have been like the week of Christmas back in 1990, right?
1: Yeah, but they probably released it a little bit earlier.
0: Oh you mean um Home Alone duh sorry Home Alone,
1: I'm sorry, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah I'm sorry I I misunderstood it. So it'd be what, no, I confused. think late late October probably. Wait November tenth. November tenth, I'm sorry. Early November, that's what I meant. Close.
1: Yeah, and then and then Godfather uh came out on Christmas.
0: Christmas, right.
1: Probably yeah, probably like the sixth week. And Home Alone still beat it out. That could that had to be a tough that that's already a big problem.
0: So does that mean Home Alone was that good? Because I can't remember. I was five. But was that oh, mean Home that, Alone was that one. good? Yeah,
1: the first Home Alone was amazing. The second one I have strong opinions about.
0: <laughs> I mean it was good, but I mean like was it good to stay number one six weeks straight, or were there no movies that can kind of contend with it?
1: I don't know. I don't have that data in front of me. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's that good. It's different.
0: It was good. I remember being fun. Yeah. I mean, I was like uh, Joe Pesci in any kind of turmoil or agony, honestly. I was was getting yeah. agitated, period. That helped a lot. Right. But do you think at any point when he saw that, Macaulay and he saw that he beat the Godfather 3. Well, okay, number 3, he beat that one out. It's kind of cheat code. But do you think when he saw that at, like, what, 10 years old or something, he probably did, like, a Vito Corleone or something himself in the trailer? <laughs> to like his so. mom? <laughs> I don't think so. Like, hey, mom, I made him an offer I can't refuse.
1: Yeah, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. But, well, last thing before we go into Godfather 3 itself, the film, whichever one you want to discuss. I saw both. You saw the first one. I don't blame you for skipping the second one. And I'll tell you why as soon as we get into it. The Does new released version. Which, I mean. the, the Coda? Coda, yeah.
1: No, that's the one I watched.
0: Oh, that is the one you
1: watched. That's the one I watched, yeah. I'm going on memory for the third
0: one. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to have conflicting points, I guess, then, about Coda. But yeah. um, we'll, we'll get to that a little I'll bit. I'll kick that
1: but, off right after this point, yeah.
0: Okay, sure, sure. No problem. Yeah. But last point here is, of all things, there's been rumblings of a Godfather 4 for the longest time, despite the infamy of not being so good that Godfather 3 has. Andy Garcia of all well, people says if he got the blessing from Coppola himself, he wants to go do Godfather for himself. Headed up, executive produce, direct, all that shit. So I'm scared to think what can happen. I'm scared to think what he might try to do with it. And like you said before, I'm scared to think how serious he might start to take himself and reconsider how good quote unquote he was in three himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want my opinion on that?
0: Please, go ahead. Uh-
1: yeah, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, it's there. There's, there's no audience for it. I mean, Andy Garcia, like nobody knows anything that he's done <laughs> in ages. I mean, he's probably been on a TV show or something like that. But
0: wasn't he the dad in Shark Boy and Lava Girl or something like that? Maybe. No, that was in Tony Banderas. I'm sorry, someone good actually, <laughs> but um, still holding up. By the way, uh. Yeah. He was the dead in something pretty bad recently. That's what I remember. And then he was on George Lopez, like as the scumbag cousin of like the wife.
1: Yeah. So you just proved my point for me.
0: And he was just fat, so he was like himself, pretty much, I guess, allegedly. Yeah. That one.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna happen.
0: Hmm. So, so, so as long far rights. So as far as talking
1: about doing a fourth one and and doing all these projects in the last 30 years that haven't happened and they're never going to happen.
0: Well, one point he brought up that I was. I could see it as feasible. Well, one is I don't see happening is him bringing Robert De Niro back some way, somehow, unless they try to retell Vito's story again, unnecessarily, per se. That's the negative, but the positive I think that could have worked if they were able to do four, is he would try to he would have tried to get Leonardo DiCaprio on board. But this is years ago he's talking about, so I think yeah, I
1: remember hearing that twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that could have like a young Sonny. I think they wanted him to do um DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, it could have worked.
0: Could have worked, but that ship's at sail already, right? Pretty much. I think so, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, DiCaprio's old enough to like be Sunny from the I mean, first one now, <laughs> so, so he, can't, he can't be young yeah, Sunny yeah. now. Yeah, Chris oh.
1: not playing a young James Con. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I, I did want to ask you this, bringing that up. I mean, th- there is that de aging thing they do now with the Irishman and whatever. How do you feel about that in general? Because I didn't like it. I I thought it was unnecessary. Um,
1: I didn't finish Irishman, but um, it, it did. I, I know what scene, like scenes, you're talking about, and uh, it it's a little weird. I think they'll master it. You know, they just haven't done it yet. There's a few examples I've seen of it, and it's it's awkward. The mouth isn't moving right. Things aren't moving right. It's not it's not syncing up.
0: The the reason I got upset with it. Before I even got like what 10 minutes into Irishman was, which I liked. It was great. But I yeah, wouldn't watch I, I it again. I watched
1: about half and, and I liked it, but it's such a long movie that I, it, two it's weeks, like I can't remember shit that happened. But
0: It's too long. But the thing that bothered me about it initially was before I even got a good look at the face and like the awkward mouth movement and such was like I think 10 minutes in when they're changing the engine or something and Joe's pesky, like wrinkly, spot levered hand is like glaring at you on, on the screen. I was like, "Why couldn't they de- de- de-age the hand? It's like right white face. <laughs> they missed that clearly."
1: I don't, I don't remember that, but yeah, that makes sense. That's a goof for sure.
0: And then there's the one where, um, if you've seen that part, if you've gotten up to that part, I think you should have, where De Niro's beating up somebody in the deli, but yeah, like, it's actually know. him doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he looks all weird.
0: Yeah, where well, like, they could have gotten the body to
1: be young, but he looked yeah, but he looks like a he looks like a He's moving like an elderly man.
0: <laughs> He's got his back turned the whole time. There was no de-aging, nothing there. They could have easily <laughs> gotten the body double. Someone just, like, big and stocky.
1: Yeah, there, there was no need for it whatsoever. Could have just yeah. got a 30-year-old guy. But they and had to g- let him do it. And he looks like an elderly man stomping on somebody.
0: <laughs> He's slipping on grapes or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's, like, no pain being inflicted whatsoever. He's, like, like stomping on the guy's hand. But, like, clearly there's no force to it. <laughs>
0: Uh, but that's the Irishman I mean uh, another story another day another review I guess but uh, actually whenever you finish that one we can always talk about that one too that'd be uh, good to glance over yeah for sure uh, All right, but now it's about time let's go into Godfather 3 like like you said you wanted to take it from here please go ahead do what you gotta do and speak your piece whatever you wanna start off with you go right ahead bro yeah no
1: it's not but by no means is it a great movie. It, it, it's you know I'm not even sure if it's a good movie, but it getting re released, the scores are so much higher for it. You know, like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's gone from like you know the original gets like sixty three percent, and now it's up to eighty four. And really? um, yeah, and I don't, and you know, I, like you said earlier, I don't think that the changes are that significant that it would warrant that. I just think that. You know, for a very long time, it's been it's been hated on. And it's just been like a given, like oh yeah, Godfather three, it's terrible. So now people are like, critics are being asked to like revisit it.
0: And you think it's more? It. I'm sorry, I was just gonna ask. Do you think it's more nostalgia factor kicking in? With a higher no, I don't think. I,
1: I think it's. I think it's watching it with fresh eyes. I just think that, like, a lot of people have been, you know, raised to think that it's this monstrosity, and it's it's not that bad. I mean, when it came out, it was following the first and the second that both won Best Picture, both uh, are in the National Film Registry, mm-hmm. um, you know. So when it came out, everyone's like, okay, like, you know, let's see how this stacks up, and and it just doesn't. But now revisiting it. 30 years later, it's like, okay, like, this isn't a terrible movie, you know, because I I think it's not a terrible movie. I think it's borderline good. It has its moments.
0: I think that's where you and me agree, but I'm still on a stance I have to stand firm by as far as if you're talking about the trilogy, including it and nestling in with one and two, it's not good at all. As a standalone film, if one and two, let's say, didn't exist, it'd be a good, borderline great film, I'd say.
1: Yeah, it'd be like mostly, a solid three-star movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's mostly yeah. thanks to Pacino, even though he has his little fumbles with faux pas throughout.
1: Yeah, but he has I, raccoon I... hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Heaven the first milk. and the second, he has like a, his hair kind of parts here and it like goes over. And then in this one, it's just straight up. And it looks like a raccoon.
0: <laughs> um, and, and also, it didn't really help the cast he had either. Like there was no other strong
1: counterpart. No, no, it was tough. He was the anchor. There wasn't. Yeah. 100%. Diane Keaton brought her best, but she's barely in it.
0: Well, thank God she was barely in it because of the hair. It was really bad. Like I don't know how we could <laughs> even keep a straight face half the time with her hair looking all... I don't know. <laughs> Where did that come from? Was that a wig? I would hope that was a wig. No, I don't think so. I think that can go on that (laughs) route. But as far as the movie, yeah, overall, I do wanna I don't I don't wanna readily trash it, but I have no choice to. Again, if we're gonna compare it to one and two, which you know, I can't help it because again, I love two because it weaved the story of Vito the coming up and fortification of Michael Fredo of course that's a whole intricate story itself you know just I I loved how it just switches up everything and and kind of blends meshes everything together up until that point into one story even though it's like it might have been the first bit to kind of do it I don't know you probably know better but at least telling those multiple narratives into making one solid story making having it all make sense better had said
1: yeah, like a, a prequel and a sequel at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not sure if that has happened before. I've had a few too many IPAs, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could speak to that level of um film history. But um no, I mean, yeah, it just like you you can't compare it to the first two, that's what it is. And that and and that's what I'm saying, like they're re-releasing it now, and you know these critics. I don't think that they're they're not watching the first and the second. They're just they're not even they're not even watching the first release of the third. They're just like, oh, this new thing is out. Let me watch it. And I think that's why the reviews are higher. And I think really, what the 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 goal for Godfather Three, you know, if it was like a person, the goal is like just not to be hated, because people talk about it like it's it's just this absolute failure and, it, and it's not it was actually nominated for seven academy awards it didn't win any but it was actually nominated for best picture Really? and yeah and best director and so it's interesting in, in that respect that it's like a director is going back and trying to right the wrongs of a movie that mm. he was nominated for best director so it's weird it's it's crazy, and it made money.
0: I'm sure it did, but even cost, if it wasn't.
1: Uh, co- it cost fifty four, made one thirty six point eight worldwide.
0: Oh wow! So it made it made it all yeah. back and then some.
1: Yeah, and then some.
0: Well, but I didn't know that at all that it was nominated. So yeah, that would make it... that was my big thing too before I even watched the uh, Coda version to think, to re-release it and to purposely put it out there, as I read in different articles too. Pacino praised this version because it, I I think, quote-unquote, he said it made more sense. It kind of flowed more uh, steadily. Uh, Diane Keaton praised it too. Uh, I forget what else I read too, but basically Coppola said himself, when I remember reading it, is that this is the version I wanted to put out, or this is kind of like Yeah,
1: which is which is bullshit. No yeah. one told. No one told him to sequence it differently. Like maybe he got shut down on the on the name,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but no. No one told him to sequence it any way other than the way he did. So, um, Monday morning quarterbacking—that's how they call that, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, getting get to that though. I mean, comparing the two, I know you said you're going mostly off memory of the first version of the original compared yeah. to Coda, which you saw now. Um, I can tell you at least, yes, you're right about the intro, it is different, and it makes more sense as far as introducing the conversation Michael has with, uh, I'm bad with terminology as far as church goes, the father, the priest, or? The archbishop? Archbishop, okay, I, I really wouldn't know the, the, how to even name those guys, I just know they're the guys with the robes, mostly. Yeah,
1: he's got his archbishop as a big hat. <laughs>
0: Okay. The he's hat. the guy. He's
1: got like an overbite. Like I have an overbite, but this guy's overbite takes. <laughs> it gets in the way of his cigarette smoking and it's talking. So be, yeah, you know you now know what? you know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's it's
1: it, like it's just a mess of. I'm I'm gonna like hold on. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna grab another beer, ill advised, and then I'm gonna go on a rant.
0: Oh please do. That's okay, what we want. Be right back. But while he goes and grabs his beer You know, hopefully it's cold Because, you know, he's Irish He forgot to mention that part But that's cool You know, I love him because he's honest in that sense He he doesn't try to play down the stereotypes or nothing He's glad to drink he, He's not drunk He's not a sloppy drunk or nothing he's, he's able to compose himself But then again, I guess the Irish DNA helps a lot But goddamn, what happened to the accents? I mean, Andy Garcia was bad enough But then most of them, like you said, Archbishop and all them, everybody else can't fake an Italian accent. You pay me enough, I could pull it off. What the fuck's going on there? And 54 mil budge. Why not? He could do it. I could do it. Give me enough incentive and enough, enough motive. Robert Duvall didn't have to do it. He doesn't have the time as a, as a, what, a, a New Yorker would heavily. I don't know. Just waiting on uh, Rhino. That's his nickname. Ryan, otherwise, to get back here. And talk some more. God by the three talk. Who this been watching? By the way, YouTube.com backslash who this is. One is the channel for the video version up later. Besides the Instagram live, you're watching right now. And Thank you for joining. Also, the audio version will be available on my platform wherever you get your podcasts from on all DSPs. Who this been watching? It'll be up in a couple of days. Oh yeah, a couple of days from now, funny enough, will be Christmas. So you're welcome. Another gift. I keep on giving. I'm like Santa sack. I'm big. I'm red. I'm heavy. That kind of description makes it sound like I should go see a OBGYN. I'm sorry, a a dick doctor or something. All right, there he is. I'm back. Yes, you are.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So about about this movie. Finally, like they turn. They basically turn Michael to. A lesser extent, kind of like into a like a real life Homer Simpson. He's got <laughs> raccoon hair. He's hunched over, and he's just, yes. he's, just not, he's just not all there. So, like the movie starts off with him. We, I I bring this up because we're talking about the Archbishop, and Michael is basically like, "I'm going to give you 760 million dollars for can you say a, a, a mobiliari? How do you say it?
0: immobiliary?" <laughs>
1: Right, so he's going to give him seven hundred, not not a hundred million, not two, seven hundred and sixty million, which is so ridiculous. Because in nineteen ninety, that's like over a billion. Like, what, like, nothing costs that much at the time. But again, that's, like, very, like, 1990. That's very, like, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, like, the original screenplay, like, Mario Puzo was probably, like, 200 million. He's, like, scratch that out. It's not dramatic. It's like 760, you know? And then, like, two scenes later, the guy with the overbite, the archbishop, is like smoking, and he's just, like, I don't know if it's going to go through. But he already gave him at the party, he already gave him 100 million in his daughter's name, not to mention the other 660. And it's just, like, That doesn't happen. (laughs) Like, oh, it's not going to go through. And then, like, Michael basically spends the rest of the movie trying to make it right because he cut this check. But, like, if it didn't go through, then he would just get a refund, no?
0: I would hope God has a refund policy.
1: Right. And that's what I'm saying. So, on that note, you have an empire. Right, where seven hundred and sixty mil is just a small portion of it because he's not forking over everything he owns. he actually sells the when he sells it we'll get onto the helicopter scene, but the whole scene with the helicopter with Joey Zaza, he shows up and he's like, "I sold the casinos, and I'm going to give you guys all the check and he like hands out a check and like Don fellow' like fifteen million dollars you know whatever and and that's just to one guy, so this is like a billion dollar thing happening. I mean it's just it's just the you know the Corleone family is a billion dollar industry, multi billion dollar industry. All right? Yeah. And this is where the whole go ahead.
0: No, I'm saying I was I was saying yeah to what you were saying.
1: Right. I mean they're worth billions. And so all that said, Michael doesn't have anybody around him in that family, and that corporation or anything, that's even remotely hungry to be his number two. Do you I know don't... how we know that?
0: Do you know no, how we no know or... that? No, how, how? Well,
1: because Andy Garcia shows up to the party <laughs> in a leather suit jacket. The illegitimate son of hot-headed dead brother. And he even says later on, I had to sneak in. So he wasn't even invited to the party. He rolls in... And forces himself in through the side door with his leather suit jacket and goes into the office with Joey Zaza with a drink that Talia Shire has to take away from him, (laughs) right? And he he goes in there and Michael doesn't even know who he is. He basically, Joey is like, I have a problem. You know, he this guy that works for me. And within 10 minutes, Andy Garcia is his number two. Or, or, or instantly, instantly. So, like this billion-dollar corporation that that's making the front pages of the New York Times and all that—it's got nobody that's interested in 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 you know that they, they haven't been grooming anybody. It's just been Al Pacino with his raccoon hair and his like, just going around and being like, oh, "I made sixty million today," like, you know, and, and it's just like it, it's ridiculous and.
0: Oh, we're speaking of Zaza. Uh, or yeah, was Zaza right? That was I lost
1: sleep over this.
0: <laughs> I could. Tell. Joey
1: Zaza, uh, played by Joe
0: Montana. Don't you? I think me thinking out loud here. Don't you think that could have been played a lot better by someone who's became my favorite over the years, uh, Chaz Palmentary?
1: Oh yeah, but I don't. I don't think Chaz commentary had a name for himself at the time.
0: Not yet, right? Because Bronx Tale no, was an actor.
1: Yeah, I think Brownsdale is
0: 93.
1: Yeah. But it could have been played better by anybody.
0: Yeah, just about.
1: Yeah, just about. And he, you know, so Andy Garcia works for him for some weird reason. I don't know if he had like a legit job interview where he showed up with his resume. Like Joey Zaza interviewed him and was like, "You know what? You're you're a good you're a good fit," or if he just hired him so he can just like sling insults at him and call him like bastardo and stuff like that. But he shows up and he's basically like, "I have a problem. I just want to find out if it's my problem or your problem." And Pacino's like, "Your business is your business," and he's basically like. Then it's my problem. Oh, it's like
0: my problem.
1: No <laughs> shit, Sherlock. Like, what? Did, what does it have to do with him? You know, <laughs> like, like, why doesn't he just fire him if he's his boss?
0: If like, that your bad, employees right?
1: not your employees not performing, you know, to your expectations, so you like show up to his uncle's man <laughs> during a party or join this this you know honor. So that, yeah, that happens. And then, and then, so, then Andy Garcia bites Joey's, I mean, he has a name, but he's Andy Garcia for all intents and purposes. So Andy Garcia then bites his ear off. So he, so first off he sneaks in, he shows up wearing a leather suit jacket, walks into the office with a drink. Um... And then bites Joey Zaza's ear off, or top of the ear off. And Al Pacino's like, you should come work for me. Like
0: for a that's, couple that's, of weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for a couple of weeks. Like, that was, like, basically his audition. And, and and Al Pacino's basically like, yeah, let's... I think you're what I'm looking for. And that's a big problem that I have.
0: Yeah, you could definitely tell by that leather jacket, leather suit jacket, like you said, he was trouble already. Like... He just rolled out of bed, oh, and yeah. threw on whatever he had on,
1: right? And
0: isn't that the yeah. same kind of jacket he wore in um, Carlito's Way and like uh, what's that other one he did with Michelle Pfeiffer at the diner? Um, where he's a convict, he's like a, a short order cook at the oh, diner.
1: Um, Frankie and Johnny,
0: yeah, something like that. But
1: that's Al Pacino. And well, I mean, he wearing the leather jacket.
0: Well, I mean. I, if anything, you probably try to emulate that kind of energy or vibe <laughs> to kind of get it down pat.
1: I think so. I think he spent – yeah, I think he spent – well, Carl... I think they're both after Godfather 3,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> From... Give yeah. it to... I mean, the thing that bothered me most about Andy Garcia, first off, is that I-, I don't directly hate Andy Garcia, but it's hard not to when he did such a bad job with the accent – with the presence, with the energy, he just came off like a brat who was anything but Italian. Because I don't know what accent he's putting on. Is it like, uh, he forgot he's, a t- he's supposed to be Italian, so he did his best Cuban accent. Oh shit, half the time I'm supposed to be Italian, so I'm gonna like, scream! Random words in the middle of my sentences like he did throughout most of the film. Yeah, he,
1: do- he does it the first time that he's in the office with Michael, and that's the whole point. He's like, what am I gonna do with this guy? <laughs> And then he uh, I bites the hand, and um, yeah, I just you know I I lost a lot of sleep last night, and um, that's really what it comes down to. And so speaking, so one of my my you know I I have a lot of favorite moments, but one of my favorite ones is uh you know Bridget Fonda, the one who plays the reporter. Mm. Who, uh, much like Sophia Coppola, not sure if she's attractive or not. Yeah, um, yeah. Just like kind of like, depends on the angle, you know. <laughs> like one second, like oh yeah, like next second, like whoa, you know. <laughs> um, but she's like, oh, do you know who that guy is? And he's like, oh yeah, that's Joey Zaza's bulldog. <laughs> and he and she's like, oh, you know him? And he's like, yeah, his name's uh, uh, Anton Squealaro. They call him the Ant. <laughs> He dips his bullets in cyanide. That's how you know it's from nineteen ninety. Like is Steven Seagal about to pull up? He dips his bullets in cyanide. Like, like what? Like that's so, it's is that supposed to be intimidating? Like if I have a bodyguard, like I don't want him to feel he needs to dip his bullets in like a chemical compound. Um, like he, like the bullets not enough. Like are are you that onshore of your shot that you're gonna do that?
0: Is he chemically preserving the bullet somehow?
1: Or or he's just afraid that he's going to miss and, and hit someone in the shin, and therefore he needs them to lose, you know, have their oxygen and heart uh, compromised.
0: <laughs> Drop the CO2 levels, if anything, once it hit.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, well, I guess we got plenty of Andy Garcia coming up, too, because I made a lot of key points about his overall performance, which is, you know,. I, It hurts me to say performance. It's like he kind of half-assed this the whole time, and just like, you know what? Wait, was the Untouchables before uh, Godfather Three?
1: Yeah, and from and from my memory, Untouchables is way better.
0: It is so much better, but he's he's just as bad in that one too, because he's (laughs) also trying to play Italian, but he's so not. Okay. Yeah, that's the one with Elliot Ness. That's the one with um, yeah, De Niro's was... Capone, right? Yeah.
1: Kevin Costner. Yeah. Who else? Sean Connery.
0: Sean Connery, right? Rest in peace, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real good flick. But yeah, he was another showcase in him being bad for some reason. I guess he just got off on his good looks. You know, that always helps, right? You would yeah. know way better than me. You got by. <laughs> his hairy chest helps. <laughs> That's another point it is too that I listen I can't speak from experience because genetically I failed as far as the beard goes that's obvious you can see that you know I, I got some Asian apparently in me according to my mother I learned that like you know in my mid of all of all times, so now I'm just as disturbed about that where it explains a lot more.
1: You only found that out
0: <laughs> I only just found that out some years ago, so now I'm like I don't even know what life is anymore at this point that's Ooh, an odd point. I think my her grandfather or something like that. No, her grandmother was Japanese or something like that. So, okay, that's all alleged. I can't, you know, dispel the rumors. But of all things, the hairy ass chest on this man, and I'll admit he's a man because Cuban genetics given okay. to being hairy, and I guess maybe that's the only. He, he is Cuban.
1: Uh, Andy Garcia is Cuban.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the only real Italian thing he pulled off was that goddamn chest, because it's like it, it's like lying on a bear or something. Because <laughs> as they show him in bed with the uh, Bridget Fonda, I was like whoa. With
1: Bridget Fonda, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, and she's like, she's like, oh, tell me you love me. Meanwhile, there hasn't <laughs> been any. There's no reason to think that it's not like a day or two later, or even that same night that they met at the party.
0: Yeah, nothing, pretty... nothing
1: transpires in between. So no. it makes no sense. <laughs> they meet at the party and then they're in bed and she's like lying on his like shag carpet and basically <laughs> like, do you love me? He's like, stop. I love you, baby. <laughs> That's a pretty
0: good scene though. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, suspending belief enough. Yeah, I guess. Um, there was a point though where i guess his what um barbaric like manliness just like takes over uh mary corleone sofia coppola where she introduces herself after so long because they're cousins and she has to go that way the creepy route with lean the incest pretty much she goes hi vincent as doofy as possible she can to introduce herself um was he that alluring? I guess, or was did she peek the chest hair through like his like top button or whatever when she did that? I don't know what happened.
1: There. Uh, no, I mean I think Andy Garcia was a tall drink of water. I mean I don't know what you want me to say. You almost you're beating me in the submission. Like I'm trying. To, like I mean, the guy's a good looking guy. But speaking of that scene, yeah, she's like, oh, you remember me? The last time we were at a party, I was eight and you were fifteen. And um, you were with your girlfriend. And he's like, I had a lot of girlfriends. She's like, eight-year-olds? He's like, especially eight-year-olds. <laughs> okay. That happens, right? That
0: happens. Yeah. And then
1: it cuts immediately to Talia Shire saying, where's Mary? Can somebody find Mary? Can somebody hail Mary? But this is terrible. And so we're ten minutes into the movie. And, all, and the boat is starting to sink. So 10 minutes, 15 minutes earlier, you're like sitting down, you're like eating your popcorn and you're like, oh man, I wonder if it's going to be as good as the first two. Like, you know, and 10 minutes later, you're trying to save your, you're trying to scoop water out out of, out of the boat because it's capsizing. And it's, it's amazing how those things can happen. I mean, we've seen that happen. We've seen that with like Star Wars movies, Um so really, I think Godfather Part 3 and, you know, we've come full circle is really actually very ahead of its time. Um, you know, because, I mean, how many trilogies did you have as of 1990?
0: Mm, that's true, too. I guess you can take that into consideration.
1: Yeah, I hope you do.
0: <laughs> but um, listen, there's there's so much to get to about it. I mean, we got notes for days. That's a given.
1: Yeah, this
0: uh, might have to be a trilogy itself. <laughs> That'd be fine, though. But yeah. there's also, I mean, listen, the thing that bothered me, too, about Sophia Coppola, besides the obvious acting and the blunder throughout the three, almost three hours of the film that it was, I think another bad sign as soon as you start the film or as soon as they start picking up the story is when you find out she's named, of all things, Mary Corleone. Now, I get it maybe because of, you know, the Virgin Mother Mary or whatever, too. Yeah. But Mary and Corleone aren't really simpatico as far as, like, name combos go. I would have thought they would have gone with Maria or something else more, like, Italian per se. But just Mary sounds dull. And But then again, it does fit her because overall she's not, like, really enthusiastic at all. Unless she's dancing. And then, like, dancing, she's kind of, like, laughing because she's like, oh, I'm dancing with Al Pacino kind of thing, more likely, I think. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that's what it is. I mean, it's not a performance. She just—they threw her in, and and she's just like, literally, like there. That's it. She's like, I'm flirting with, like, like, if someone asked her that day, "What are you doing today?" She's like, "Oh, I'm going to go flirt with Andy Garcia. I'm going to go make out with Andy Garcia. I'm going to go dance with Al Pacino." I don't think she knew what acting was, and um, it's 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 bad. It's pretty disastrous.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I was reading on, I think, Reddit or one of the threads like that, too, talking about Godfather, was that they're seen together, Andy and uh, Sophia Coppola, when they're, I guess it's the gnocchi, when they're rolling a the little dough, whatever, in the kitchen, the club. It's terrible. Like, but besides it being terrible, the guy was just straight up like, that just ruined gnocchi for me for the rest of my life. I mean, haven't ate it since, just because of the <laughs> acting and the creepy factor, too, because that's one thing, too. Correct me if I'm wrong, I had to Google it to make sure, but they do admit to being first cousins. Michael yeah. has to clarify no, of all they, things. They don't, they don't only admit
1: to it. He says, you're first cousins. <laughs> and she says, well, that means I love him first. <laughs> maybe maybe Robert Duvall did turn the script down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and And that could be exactly why, too. Things like this. Because yeah, we get there to see there that earlier. Problems here. <laughs> yeah, because exactly the high Vincent, the 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 way they reintroduce themselves to each other—that's creepy enough too. The the scene we just mentioned now at the cafe, at the club, whatever he had going on. Of all things, right. he has a club on top of things too. Besides being a, an ear biter, a, a low life, and a bastard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they just keep alluding to it. They keep bringing it up too, and there's no shame. Because it is incest, right?
1: I mean in the 2020 use of the word, I think so.:
0: Only for modern times, or even back when it's not like, okay, I always heard about you know certain friends I had growing up well, there. No. It was like, oh:
1: it's... Right, Isn't that what Jerry Lee Lewis did, full circle? Great balls fire.
0: Maybe I don't know. I haven't Michael seen that.
1: Yeah, he married his like thirteen-year-old cousin. Oh, did he? Yeah, we're getting a little um... off topic, though.
0: <laughs> That's fine.
1: Can we talk about how nasty Kay is to Michael?
0: Yeah, please go ahead.
1: I mean, he, I mean, it's like a big day for him. He's getting like the Order of Saint Sebastian. Um, he's donating. 100 million uh, we find out later it's 200 million even though they don't say that in the initial scene which i think is a goof um he's dancing with his daughter it's in his daughter's name and she just can't like she can't let up he's like you hate me he's like no i dread you it's like he could have called you could have called me and said that like why would you have to show up and and do that you know what i mean and then she's like, oh, I preferred you when you were a mafia hood. He was never a mafia hood. No. No. He he was like a collegiate, like, straight-A student. And his dad got fired up in front of Fredo, who clearly took it to the head. Had to go to Vegas. <laughs> I don't know if you can see him. That but, um, <laughs> I had to go to Vegas. And, um... Yeah, so he stepped in to help out, and then, like, by the end of the first movie, he's, like, the new godfather, and they're kissing his hand. Like, he was never a mafia hood. No. Um, Yeah, just a little harsh. A little harsh.
0: And she saw most of everything that went down, too, so of all people, she should be more understanding, too.
1: Yeah. In the second one, he's like, get down, when they start getting fired at.
0: Right. He didn't have to do that.
1: No, he didn't have to do that. (laughs) If he knew the way that she was going to be treating him, you know, yeah. however many years later, um, <laughs> maybe he wouldn't have done that. But, yeah, so do you know anything? Because you you know a little bit more about the, um, the mythology of, of the trilogy. Do you know how many years have transpired from the second to the third? Because I don't know how much makeup was involved, but everyone <laughs> aged horribly.
0: Just hard. sixteen, right, 16 but years. It was sixteen
1: yeah. years, but in, in the oh, oh. world of Godfather. Because uh... because I'm sorry, sixteen years ago from now was two thousand and four. And if you saw like Brad Pitt or Gwyneth Paltrow or like I don't know why I'm thinking of him, but like Jack Black, any of those people, <laughs> um, Tom Cruise from 2004 to 2020, they basically kind of look the same, just a little, little weathered. Al Pacino goes from being like young with like straight hair that's like falling, you know, this way to having cascading, like, like a, um, you know, stuck his finger in an electric <laughs> socket, raccoon hair. Um, Talia Shire looks, you know, she just looks like an old woman. Yeah, um,
0: not bad, but older.
1: Never bad, Talia Shire.
0: No, no, no. No. She's underrated. Looks wise. She's underrated. I'd say.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: Especially Adrian and Rocky.
1: How upset I am at you for not inviting me for the Rocky Four
0: podcast. But oh, um, man, that, that was launch we a launch but... one too.
1: we got to do a Rocky Five one.
0: Yeah, I, I'm dying to do a Rocky Five one. Absolutely. Only Rocky Five. Any mention, only Rocky any
1: five. mention of any of the other Rockies, and we did immediately <laughs> just the video ends. <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh,
1: you can mention Mickey, but only Mickey's like semi transparent <laughs> on the subway platform.
0: Right towards the very end of the, of the street fight. Exactly. Rebel loves
1: a rock. Yeah. Because Mickey
0: loves you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, going on to other very harsh moments. Yeah, you did want to bring up the helicopter scene. Everybody getting shot up unnecessarily because they're old as fuck already. Why bother?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're all going to be dead within the next five years anyway, but I guess time is of of the essence. And what about the guy He was like, my lucky coat, my lucky (laughs) coat? And he's like turning back at everyone, telling them like they give a shit. They're all getting shot up if they're not already dead. He's making no attempt to get it off the hook. He's just hugging him. And he gets blasted. It's bad.
0: That's like that's like the people with like ADHD that like pull on the push doors and don't get the point of like reading the sign in front of them to just like pull instead of push as hard as they are.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and where where was that helicopter? And so not only that, but <laughs> so I was thinking yesterday. I was actually having a conversation with my brother um, about where's the helicopter is it hanging out on the roof or they just you know what i mean i forgot that michael himself rolls in on a helicopter so now we've got two helicopters (laughs) so i mean it's just like he goes in there he doesn't know that he's not going to get any cut from the casinos he has no idea Mm -hmm. but just to be safe he brings a helicopter which is clearly hanging out on a roof somewhere or a parking lot, which all seem very unbelievable.
0: Like conveniently and, enough.
1: Exactly. So it doesn't go well, and he's just like, you know, if you will not give, I will take. And then he storms out, and Donna Tabello, of course, goes out after him. Yeah. No. It's just it's it's like you have the people hanging out in the helicopter somewhere.
0: And, yeah, the angle and the position of the helicopter makes you wonder so much because it reminded me of, like, I don't know which video game I'm thinking of, but there was, like, a a helicopter as one of the bosses that would be, like, either parallel to the top floor where you are or above the roof. And you'd have to, like, run away from it, take a shot, run away, duck and cover kind of thing. (laughs) But this thing's shooting through a fucking, like like, a tent cover or something like that half the time.
1: Right. Like, it couldn't have been on the roof because it doesn't work that way no and it, it, it's like in a garage somewhere or a parking lot and and what i was saying before i covered it up is like like how how does like joey zaza doesn't know that this isn't going to go over well he shows up you know thinking <laughs> oh you know this might this might be good i might get a check i might you know whatever so he needs to relay to the helicopter wherever it is that the the meeting just went downhill <laughs> So what does hey. he do? He just, like, starts popping quarters into a payphone and calls a helicopter, <laughs> and he's like, oh, Michael didn't give me anything for all my my, my effort, you know? Gun, gun him down. You know what I mean? And he's, still, like, paying them by the hour? <laughs> or what?
0: It might as well be Die Hard or something. Seriously, it, it
1: is. It's very <laughs> much out of Die Hard.
0: But... Um... Yeah, because actually, yeah, like you were asking before, timeline-wise, it, it's like 1979, 1980, and I think 2 was like, I want to say 60-something, maybe late 50, whatever. Yeah. So around that time, like, maybe walkie-talkies were there, but they weren't that great either, so he's not, like, hitting somebody up on the on the hip.
1: Right, on the roof, no. That's yeah. like, sure, like, if you're on the same floor, then yeah, by all means. <laughs> and they actually use walkie-talkies toward the end of the movie. When
0: they're in the oh right 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 yeah
1: right so if you're like in the same vicinity then yeah walkie talkies are great but
0: but that's when you had to be like at least 150 feet from the um between range or something like that if not you just get nothing but static right
1: it's been a while since I used a walkie talkie but
0: (laughs) I I barely have any experience though but going on to other gun scenarios infamous I guess. Another thing that bothered me about Andy garcia there's besides the fact he's like obnoxiously good looking i hate I hate that I have to hate him man that good looking but he's such a bad actor or at least bad at what they cast him in. Let me say that I'm sure maybe at some point he was good at acting like maybe he pretended to be sober because I think he was like a sloppy drunk at one time or something like that, so maybe that was his best acting he ever did, trying to pretend, but how was he conveniently enough? The undercover slash costume policeman on the horse in that little San Gennaro little festival thing in the street where he has to conveniently enough be the one to shoot up Zaza at the end, too. He turns yeah. around, Zaza running to a storefront, trying to pull on the door, can't get in. Magically, he turns around and guess who? It's Andy Garcia.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Half the film is him <laughs> magically appearing somewhere, just like like premonition, knowing something's going to happen. Like in bed with, uh, what's her face? With Bridget Fonda. Where the two guys break in and they're supposed to kill him. Or he just knows they not being in bed. Right. And stand by the door and like karate chop the gun out of the guy's hand or whatever, or the knife, whatever he had.
1: It's just bad. It's bad riding. But that's, <laughs> that's what it is. It makes well,
0: no yeah. sense. But. Yeah, but then Zaza gets shot up. And then I get it's the and, 90s. And I mean, it
1: sucks because, again, going back to my point earlier, Zaza, you know, he he was his boss. Right. So, you know, that's every employer's, like, worst nightmare. Your ex-employee rolls up on you on a horse dressed as a cop, and then you shoot them point blank um, while, while shouting their name. Um, so
0: and magically galloping off like you had been riding horses his whole life too
1: right yeah it's not like it's not okay like you said it might have been like 79 80 but this isn't yeah this isn't you know how would he being born in new jersey know how to ride a horse <laughs> with his background and not only that how would he know how to ride a horse so well that he can get away from the authorities
0: yeah and Zaza, apparently, was the boss that also had a helicopter on call to shoot up a bunch of old men, too. So that's a pretty cool boss, I think, or someone you don't want to let go of. Right. So why do you even need to work for your uncle, Mr. Corleone, whatever? But he gets well, he shot Don,
1: up. He had Don Altabello's backing for for the helicopter hit.
0: Ah, well, okay. I guess that makes sense, too. Okay. But yeah. then Zaza gets shot up, and then... I don't know if this bothered you as much as it does me sometimes in old movies or I, I think when effects were kind of like up to date enough to make it look convincing or there's other movies of that time frame that made it look better. But when he gets shot up, it looks like they just squeezed out marinara out of his jacket or something. <laughs> he's just holding up yeah, like a hot pocket. It's not
1: believable at all.
0: Like he's just holding his hot pocket like if he just <laughs> happened to fall or something
1: yeah, no, it's 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 the wrong, it's the wrong shade of red, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: And then it's the wrong shade of red too. At the very end, we'll get to that too. But when um Mary gets shot straight through the chest, it's like a deep wine spill or something instead of like getting <laughs> shot.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but we also got to get to the infamous line from the movie, the one I guess part that people like enough. I liked it, but not the line itself. The Pull me right back in line that Pacino has.
1: Yeah. Just when I'll, just when I think I'm out, they pull me, pull me back right in.
0: in. <laughs> where I like the lead into the line actually, where it's um Benson, his name is Andy, in the movie. And I just like the way he says it one time, like, Will you shut up? <laughs> no,
1: talking. that part's great. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because most of the movie is that. Just Andy talking out of line or just talking all this well, that's shit. That's what like...
1: I'm saying. That goes back to it. It's like you, you you, have enough money. Your company has enough money that you can cut a check for 760 mil. And this is like your, this is your knight in shining armor. Yeah. He just talks out of line the whole movie. Then not only that, when he's laid up, when he has his diabetic stroke right after that line that you mentioned... Then mm-hmm. you know, while he's in the hospital and he's he's completely comatose, they go and they kill Joey Zaza, and then he gets pissed off about that, so he's just mad the whole time. Yeah, and and he's and he's now in his daughter,
0: on top of his cousin too slash his cousin. His,
1: his daughter, yeah, who who happens to be, <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, it's a hot mess.
0: And don't you think that something would have been more convincing Or just about any kind of medical condition Would have been more convincing than a diabetic stroke No offense to di- diabetics, but, you know
1: No um, Yeah, I don't think they mentioned that he has diabetes before that Which is, again, very, like, 90s movie You know, just kind of like, anything goes mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the cyanide bullets <laughs> It's just like he starts freaking out and he can't breathe. He's like, oh, he needs his diabetic meds. They didn't mention that earlier in the movie.
0: But, I, I mean, I would have just picked – again, that's a good point you make about the 90s, kind of like free-for-all with the rules and such. Nothing applies pretty much. But I would have thought of something more convincing, at least. Like what happens if just having a regular stroke or like Bell's palsy or something like that? But diabetic <laughs> yeah. feels like a little too specific.
1: Yeah, it's very specific. Um, and then
0: you just see him half the time, like, munching down on snacks, yeah, like,
1: like... Yeah, and then, like, when he's, when he's, like, there hanging out with the guy who's going to be the future Pope, um, th- another point, let, let's talk about the Pope after this, but he's like, oh, can you get me orange juice or something like that? And, the, and, and then the Pope, who's not the Pope yet, but he's just, like, talks to the other guy, and two seconds later, he has this tray with, like, like this immaculate picture of, like, uh, orange juice <laughs> uh, and candy, uh, wrapped candy, um... <laughs> But that said, too, you know, one thing that I didn't even have in my notes because it, it kind of snuck up on me, they go through two popes in the movie. Oh, you're right. They go through two popes. Um, And and it's like, it, it, that doesn't happen, for lack of a better better word. You know, I'm not an expert, but generally these, you know, they, they have pretty long tenures at the right.
0: It's a whole process too to even transition from one to the other, right? Like, yeah,
1: not in this movie within within 158 <laughs> minutes we've
0: got. <laughs> so, just- and, and I mean, <laughs> just, just that whole thing threw me off too because there's like so many minor specific details that just make no sense. I'm I'm, going through, my
1: no- I'm going through my notes right now. It's just.
0: But yeah, um I guess what else? Let's see. The marinero, we talked about that. <laughs> uh, I mean I, I wanna jump to the ending because honestly, from like the pull me back in part or the hospital better get where all of a sudden of all people Andy's like the um uh, the head guy now, the capo. Yeah. No not, no capo is the head guy, right? No, the Don, I mean sorry. No, the Don.
1: Capo's like the 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 side guy, the Don.
0: The Don and but like,
1: Yeah, but like very quickly when Andy Garcia becomes, you know, Don Corleone, it's at Don Tommasino's funeral, and I forgot they have like this whole like, Pacino's there next to the the old dude in the coffin, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, God, give me if just give me one chance to make it right. And then, like, Andy Garcia and Talia Shire walk in like they do the whole movie. They're all, like, always in the same place and just whatever. And they have, like, this long conversation. And he basically turns Andy Garcia into the new Don. And they all start kissing his hand. And then only at the end of the scene do you remember that, oh, yeah, this is Tom Messino's, like, wait, Don Don Messino's. And and, um, he's in the background in the casket.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everything's so mismatch like everywhere you look everywhere you try to observe and try to maybe be like okay this is like a redeeming factor but then no even like the minor stuff they like fuck it up somehow yeah it's all all over
1: it's like a a fun house mentality (laughs) it's just like there's every place that they go to there's like 500 rooms um, completely decorated with like furniture and it's just like anything could happen anywhere no one to butt in and be like, hey, like Don Tomasino is in a coffin right there. Show a little respect and like if you want to like take care of your business, go out to the front of like the parlor and talk there. No, they just <laughs> every, everything just anything just goes.
0: Well maybe that's how he became a billionaire. He was like economizing two birds, one stone, instead of having to rent the space out and everything. Yeah, I think so. I mean I food's now. there. That's all they care right. about, right? The buffet the spread. <laughs> didn't, I don't know if you ever been to a funeral but didn't that always bother you like they'd worry about some people would go there for the food or worry about the food while they're there or would that be like <laughs> a requirement
1: um, I mean I guess it just it, it it comes with the territory people need to eat and drink
0: while observing the dead person that can't yeah, eat or drink
1: it just, just needs to be done
0: yeah, what if that guy died from, like, hunger or something? Hunger pains or something. <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: He's like a POW. He was starved to death. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, unless you want to point out anything else, I did kind of want to jump towards the end, just because of how ridiculous it kind of yeah, builds up. Yeah, um, let's wrap this if up. Anything...
1: third act. I think <laughs> I covered everything. I've gone through the notes and...
0: Yeah, but definitely feel free to chime in at any point. But The Opera House, you brought it up earlier. Um, it's its obviously the third act of the film. It's the last part closing out or everything too. But there's so much that leads up and there's so much involved in it itself, which to me was like, this movie up till now was already leaning towards bad. This is captive for me. Like, this is ridiculous. This is an insult to me as far as ever loving godfather 2 just as much as godfather 1 loving the story coming to love all these actors and everything too the opera house is just like you said early like a madhouse every which way you turn something stupid that happens to lead into the very very end which is like okay i want to just fling my papers up if i'm the director if i'm on set on crew whatever like this is what we filmed for months this girl right here has to end it right here with that the blank look into a bullet wound hole and then just drop it to her knees afterwards? What, well, she couldn't do that? She couldn't drop to her knees before looking and then just realize I'm dead anyways? <laughs> it's illogical.
1: It's not great.
0: But what do you remember from the opera house leading up to? Because it's like a whole thing, a whole big well, way. you
1: know, the thing, the thing that really gets me about the opera house, I'm glad you asked that. Um, Don Altabello, Talia Shire gives him... <laughs> The cannoli for
0: his birthday. Cannoli and, death.
1: Right, and it's an opera. First off, it's the first opera in the history of opera that doesn't have an intermission. It would have actually <laughs> served the movie so well. It would have been like, wait, instead of having to have like, uh, what's it, help me out again here? That guy from the '80s, all the soap operas. Uh,
0: George Hamilton.
1: Yeah, instead of having George Hamilton have to keep like walking up behind Al Pacino in the box and be like, hey, like. This and that, just have an intermission because that's what most operas do. So, you know, just based on the little they show the opera, it's at least four hours long. But it just so happens that Talia Shire picks up her like binoculars and watches Don Altabello just basically choke to death or (laughs) gasp because he's been poisoned by the cannoli um also when he tells her to try it you know because oh you're so skinny you eat it and she takes a little bit it's clearly she hasn't taken a bite big enough to kill her no no so um yeah i have a lot of problems with the opera house um but yeah it's a lot happening but all in all it's
0: yeah okay the I i like the
1: part i like the part where the And pretends that he's been stabbed by the guy.
0: That threw me off so much, too, watching it both times. Because I fell for it both times.
1: Yeah. And he's like, oh, you got him. Good. But he's like, staged it like he's dead. He kills him. That's all I got on the Opera House.
0: And that old man, was that the guy that um, at the very end shoots both um, Michael and um, Mary? Or was that another old guy?
1: Does Michael get shot?
0: Yeah, Michael's get shot, right?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Didn't he? I could have sworn he did.
1: He tries to. The, the young guy, I think, shoots Mary, and then the old guy tries to shoot, and then Andy Garcia shoots him.
0: Hmm. I might have remembered differently. I could have sworn he was. Oh, okay. I guess they tried to shoot Michael first, but then the second time, they got um Mary, if anything. But yeah, going back to the cannoli part, I can relate to it just because, and it bothered me, because I love cannolis. I got no shame in that. You know, I, I still got love handles in the belly because of cannoli every once in a while. I got to sneak it in somehow, which it's, it's part of a nutritional diet. But he might have also had that happen to him Don at the if it was a really, like, heavily dusty powdered sugar to cannoli as well, too. I've had that happen. I've choked. I've inhaled too quickly and a bit too big, and then I'm, I'm gagging like he was. But he got the one to death, though. Canola's are really good. I don't know how often you eat those, by the way. I
1: know, But you think that maybe it, uh, it wasn't poisoned? It was just heavily dusted.
0: <laughs> no, because um. depending on where you go to and you get it from, it might have been like drowned in like you know powdered sugar. Powdered sugar is good, but yeah, you get that. You run that risk with that too. But. <laughs> you, you, you lend end to the old guy pretending faking his own death just to stab another person, which is sick enough and perverse enough, but clever. You got to give him points for that. Clever, what did this... but,
1: you know, I don't know how realistic it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that old man didn't look, like, strong enough to really, like, plunge a knife that deep into someone's chest to kill him. Like, he definitely struggled himself. Yeah. By the way, did the sharpshooter ever get a shot off? Or was he setting up the whole time just to not shoot anything? He
1: never shot anything, no.
0: Okay, he was just there the whole time. He, he just got, got he to watch did, a yeah, free show.
1: Yeah, because Michael got, he had to leave.
0: Okay, so he just got a free show ticket, pretty much.
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he got to enjoy it. Because he doesn't get killed to the end.
0: All right, to so... the very end. To the outside. And, uh, well, I guess... The finale of it, of it all. They finally make it outside the opera house. They're all celebrating the sun. He did a good job, quote unquote, as acting in an opera. You know, um, then, of course, we get the scene where we're concerned about like the the safety of Michael and unbeknownst to us, Mary, because they try to shoot at him. Bang, bang, they miss. Apparently, I could have sworn he got shot for some reason. But then they end up getting boom. They get married. Right. Dead in the center of a sternum. Now, listen. They messed up again like they did with uh, Zaza earlier with the marinara spilled on his chest. Instead, she spilled the best, probably most expensive glass of wine on her pretty white dress. It's all purple and reddish, hueish, ish or whatever. But why in God's name, even if this really happened in real life, would this make any sense if you get shot? You get like your guts blown out. You look at the person that's looking at you. You look down at the wound you look back up, Dad, and then drop to your knees, and then die. Is that the sequence? I guess so. It's
1: 1990. Tell yeah <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore.
0: Yeah, but I guess this, the one of the few saving points of the film would be when he holds her in his arms. She's dead already, obviously, and he's like yelling out to the universe of how like how much in pain he is. Right, but and it's silent. And it's silent, and then, they cut, right. and then they cut into the last, like, yell, pretty much. Right. That was a nice touch, to it. That was clever to do. Yeah. And then it pans off, you know. They don't say how much time passed from that scene to the very end where he's just sitting alone in a villa with, like, a random straight dog, like, sniffing his feet, whatever. Then he just keels over.
1: I want to say a lot of time, but based on the way they age from two to three, that could be five years later. <laughs> He's got stringy white hair and then now his hair's straight again.
0: All of a sudden, right?
1: Yeah, it's all like white.
0: <laughs> but um how did you feel about that last part though? Because that's where it ends completely. There's no inclination of him like continuing the story. There's no Godfather, um, fear, obviously, from there.
1: No. Yeah, and um, yeah it, it's um, it was interesting I, I, I like how in the first one he falls out of the chair. that was always one of my favorite parts and then it doesn't happen in this one because I guess the death of Michael Corleone is that he um, he lives. It's more painful that way you know mm. um, yeah but I think it's done. I think God, Godfather's done nothing nothing's done.
0: So which version did you like more? The old one where he, you see him dying or I guess now where I he think has overall, to live? Overall,
1: I like the new one better, although I would have liked him to fall out of the chair again.
0: Yeah, it was a good fall, actually. I don't know if it's he did it really himself. Yeah, I don't know if he did it himself or like he had I a stunt guy. Himself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, that's Godfather 3, you know, Coda, whichever one you go to, the OG version from 90 or the mayor culpa, I'm sorry, forgive me, mama, you're dead already, but here it goes. Anyway, 30 years later, if you can see it from heaven, Coda, the death of Michael Corleone. <laughs> I didn't mind it so much, but goddamn, it really didn't do a thing to salvage the movie from being, in my opinion, not so good. So my final verdict for it, if you ask me, obviously you're watching at this point point, listening too, I appreciate you wherever you are. Uh, This didn't do anything to salvage it, so I- I'll still say it's a It's very bad, Godfather speaking wise, as a movie itself standalone, it's okay. It could have been better, a lot better. (laughs) Rhino, Ryan, please let us know how you feel.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think it's a like, you know, I always like to rate movies from one to four stars. I got to give it a, a two and a half, the original and this one. But you know, leaning toward uh,
0: three stars. Okay, and and were you saying that because of Coda slightly doing something for it, or no? I've always like, I've
1: I've always kind of felt that way.
0: Okay, you've always been in that range.
1: Yeah, always been in that range, like two and a half to three. You know, and and that's and that's what it is. It's tough because the first two are you know bona fide four star movies. There's no question, yeah. and so now you're dealing with something like that. So. That's that's my take.
0: Well, I mean, we we did make the focus about three this whole time, but if you had to pick between one and two, which one's your favorite of those?
1: I go back and forth. I think I go with the first, though.
0: Hmm. Any reason why? Or
1: um, I think it's just a better movie overall. It's a little shorter. It's a little tighter. Every scene is um incredible. You have Marlon Brando. Um, The second one, just it gets that like Vegas 70s color going. And it's a little, you know, Mo Green and Fredo, rest in peace, with like Mm. the yellow jacket. And it's just a little, you know.
0: Yeah, and and that's a thing that three really missed a lot. Like one and two had that kind of every scene flows into one another, makes sense, builds into something at the end, and it's not trying hard to be anything three is trying hard to relive the magical one and two, and the scenes suffer because besides the cast being weak outside of Pacino, n- the scenes don't gel together too well. the writing's questionable no stuff
1: it's just, it's, it's just exhausting it's not, it's, yeah. not a fun, it's not a fun movie to watch like you, uh, you
0: feel like, you feel the three hours with this one compared to yeah. one and two you don't
1: yeah. right. Like the, the best you're going to come away with of the third one is like, oh, well, that was like pretty well shot or pretty well directed or the score was okay. You're not like, you don't come away and you're like, oh, I enjoyed that. It's not, it's not a fun movie. I and mean, the first two, like material wise, aren't fun. They're, you know, they're depressing and they're sad, but they're, it's great entertainment. The third one is just not entertainment, it's very yeah. masturbatory. This Francis Ford Coppola is kind of chafing his carrot.
0: <laughs> but yeah, listen, Rhino, Ryan, can I call you Rhino anymore? Or is it just Ryan <laughs> yeah, nowadays? No, you can call me Rhino. Gotcha. Rhino, I appreciate you so much for agreeing to do this. You yeah. are right. I should have tapped you for Rocky 4, which would have been fun. I know you. It would have <laughs> absolutely been fun. But even better, we're going to save all that energy for 5, which Ryan. we're going to do soon enough because. Guilty Pleasure One, I'll watch it just because it's so bad to me, I think. But I don't know what makes it good in that case, too. It has to be good in some sense. I don't I'll know. Work,
1: I'll work on it. it. It's not, but I'll work on it.
0: And also, a favor to ask if I can, since you do the rating system for everything you watch, I'd love it if you're able to come up with your own rating system. Like, let's say, uh, a two out of four Fredos or something like that, since you got the mannequin right there, or something unique to, to the rhino himself.
1: Yeah, I can do
0: that. Awesome.
1: Either Fredo or Tommy Gunn.
0: <laughs> I could do that. Please do. And and we're gonna definitely try to make that happen soon enough, considering that this is right up your alley with classic films and such. But I gotta thank you again sincerely for the time today. I appreciate everything. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you doing the research. I know it was thorough. I know you had fun doing it, recapping. <laughs> you know, yeah. re- and also, please, I know besides IG, maybe you don't have anything out there, social media-wise, but if you got anything to promote at all, whatever you got in mind, business, anything at all, too, please feel free to do so now so they know who to get in at. Absolutely. But, well, okay, I guess I'll do it for you since there's Instagram. There's a, If you want to tap into the mind or get more in the film talk with him, you can do Keoke. K-E-O-G-H at the end. It's it's an easy enough to misspell oh, my, name my off own, the sound. Oh, my
1: own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, just, uh, yeah. I just don't post a lot.
0: But you're there. And hopefully I'm you'll there. be there more now since we're going to try to hold you I'm, to I'm this. I'm here
1: for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to <laughs> repost your stuff.
0: <laughs> Please do. I, I really appreciate that, too. Because coming from you, of course, you're the guru. I'm just trying to learn. I, I'm, you're Yoda. I'm Grogu, if anything. <laughs> mm. Got it. And by the way, uh real quick before we go, how would you like the season finale of Mandalorian? Oh, it was amazing. D- did did you feel me. any way about that um re-deaging?
1: Uh yeah, again, it's just not it's not perfect. <laughs> it was okay, but it's mouth is moving a little weird. Things are a little off.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't bad. And you know no, what? I'm- I know you told me from a while ago when you offered to watch all the Star Wars. I'm gonna have to do it now and take you up on that, just because it was May. was so good, both seasons.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, we're, I'm gonna rewatch it with Sadie uh, very soon, so we can like sync it up.
0: Oh, nice. That'd be good.
1: Watch it in real time.
0: Awesome. Let me know how that goes with Sadie. Shout outs to her as well too. I, I, listen, I told you before, but I'll make it public now so everybody else can know. This guy right here, the Rhino, is so awesome. Such a film buff such a pop culture buff, such a music buff, everything imaginable, all the cool shit you could think of randomly, whatever he knows already. I'm jealous that he's going to pass all that on to Sadie and that I can't die now so I can come back as his child just so I can inherit (laughs) all the knowledge he's going to pass on to that lucky seat of his. Sadie, you have no idea how blessed you are.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate
0: it. And thank you. And I appreciate everybody out there who's been watching right now. More importantly, who this been watching today was Godfather three talk with, of course, the one and only Rhino Ryan at RYP Keo on Instagram. Please make sure to check out the podcast itself. Visual format. YouTube.com dot backslash who this is one. The audio version will be available in a couple of days on all DSPs that Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Stitcher, whatever you use to get your podcast from an audio format, plug them in your ear holes and listen. You can do that a couple of days from now. Christmas. Why not? I'll make it a Christmas drop. With Ryan's permission, I'll do so unless he wants to hold on to it for a little later after New Year's or something. What do you say, man?
1: No, right away.
0: Right away. Exactly. Like I'm holding burning coal in each hand. I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) Marinara sauce in the case of Zaza. Let's pay homage to him (laughs) since he's the fallen hero with the helicopter on speed dial.
1: Really, really, yeah. <laughs> On the his thing- cell phone that didn't
0: exist yet. <laughs> the big bricks.
1: Popping quarters into a payphone in the hallway <laughs> of uh, that place. <laughs> Meeting didn't go well. Commencement copter.
0: <laughs> Mow him down.
1: <laughs> Mow him down.
0: Gotcha. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate the time, though.
1: Yeah, man. Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, if you're allowed to say that anymore. Merry Christmas too, (laughs) by the way. It's not a sin.
1: No. All right, bud.
0: All right, man. Love you, bro. Take care.
1: Love you too, man. I'll see you soon.
0: All right.